A Christian mind is not one that is trained to think only about Christian topics. It is a mind that has learned to think about everything from a Christian perspective. Christianity provides a comprehensive view of the world. Christianity is a worldview. Worldviews are the grids. They are the lenses through which we frame all of reality. Yeah. Have you started recording? Yo, this is Black Berea episode special. <laughs> uh, this is Richard on the podcast and I'm here with... Topper. And... Wow, you're not going to introduce the special guest. You can't just... What, is that not how we do it? Okay, no, then, cool, no, cool, no, cool, no, cool, no. cool. Listen, it's Rich here, obviously. I'm with Topper. Topper is a special guest in one sense. <laughs> Topper is never on the podcast. So get her on the podcast is... I don't actually know who's more special here. Um, Come on, man. But we've actually got a special guest here with us today. Um, he's actually, he's not here with us presently, physically, but he's here, mm. he's here, and it's a, and it's a big privilege for us to be able to welcome Essel to the podcast. Yeah. Oh. What's up? I what's like... up? What's up? What are you saying? So we've got someone famous here today, Topper and Essel. Um, <laughs> I feel like Topper is more famous been? than me, bro. This guy's Slightly, got jokes. Bait, this guy has got jokes. Topper is very big, bro. I ain't got the albums. <laughs> I ain't got the albums. I've got, got the hardest verse on like the females' Bibles, Bibles. Oh my goodness. Shout out. Shout out. Wait, right, there, was a, there was a female cipher. Topper, don't, don't undermine your... Female cipher. Don't undermine your, uh, your, your Christian hip-hop history in the UK, bro. I'm glad you know the, the history. Yeah. I'm glad. I, I'm, 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 glad you, I'm glad you tried to... someone else on that cipher. Pretend. Yeah, yeah. So Mary was also on that yeah, cipher. Yeah, she was. I need to find it. I need to play that oh, right now. Man. Yeah, man. Well, not right, right now. You can play it after. I'm a fighter. Um, oh, mad, mad, Yes, mad. We're, we're really excited to have uh, Esso on the podcast um, this time round. Um, you've recently dropped a track um, called White Jesus. Yeah. Actually, before we, get, before we get to the track, should Esso tell us a bit about himself? Just yeah. what That's you know, exactly what I, I was about I to say. I appreciate that, Richard. You know what I'm saying? I want to I wanna firstly say thank you, Black Berea Podcast, for having me on here. Uh, it is a... Honor and a pleasure. And I, I do want to say that I found a song for anybody who wants to search it. It's a temptation fleeting female version. Wow. <laughs> temptation wow. So basically, yeah, what so Mary's gonna eight, do, Mary's gonna beep that out. Eight-year-old song. Mary's, Mary's uh, gonna beep that out. If you if you if it's anybody wants to look for that song and you know give it more views on <laughs> just oh, look for Temptation Fleeting. Look for Temptation Fleeting. <laughs> Flee F L E T-I-N-G. Mary, Ting. note that down as a marker. You know uh, where to. You know where to beep sorry. out. There's, there'll be too much beeping. And then it's, <laughs> it is uh, the female version. So anyway, so that's the, uh-huh. back to how I am. I'm good. You know, I'm really uh, excited. My album drops next week. I'm not sure when this podcast is coming uh-huh. out. So September 6th, Augusta's Legacy yep. will be out. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. man, I'm enjoying it. Enjoying being a husband. Enjoying being a father. Every day I kind of look at my wife and my daughter. I'm like, man, like, I really love this. I was telling my wife today, mm. like, bro, like I'm really happy we had a child, you know. Um, mm. You know, there, there be mm. moments when you're like, you know, I wish we didn't do this. But overall, I, like, I'm really happy that we had a child. I think that my daughter has changed me drastically. Um, and yeah, mm. she How is now ten months. Say? Ten months. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? You 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 actually dropped that baby photo like a Beyonce. You know album. what? I you know like... what we decided to do on a, on a real. It was it was more so about um, just 
control of the narrative ourselves, you know, like we know that mm, we can yeah. easily monetize my daughter, like it's you know, but I just mm. I don't feel comfortable doing that, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, unless it's mm, me though, I don't mm. I don't feel comfortable doing that. And you know, we wanted to keep well keep it a secret, but just keep it like within the family, like you know, like you you give I give yeah, so much of my yeah. music, like can I not have something for myself? Um and yet mm, the internet's just mm. a scary place and like as as I've learned over the last few weeks since I released the song. Um, mm-hmm. and even even when I released the album cover, I remember like reading one comment because obviously we hid her face. Somebody, somebody on Facebook, yeah, was like, yeah, you should have revealed her face, you know, put her face online. I said, <laughs> oh, like, why? like, why? Like, what's your own? Like, you don't, yeah, what, what do you, you want, want from you me? Want yeah. From me? So, yeah, 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 man. So, she's growing, you know, she'll be one in October. Uh, and officially, we have a toddler, bro. that's crazy. Um, yeah, yeah, wow. yeah, yeah, praise yeah. God, man, so it's, praise, it's, it's praise, amazing, praise God. Man. Don't get me wrong. I have two daughters, so I understand the pain, man. Well, I mean, I understand pain. the praise. Uh, praise. Um, <laughs> I understand the praise. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, but yeah. It's, it's, it's a blessing, That's though. It is, it is a blessing. And 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 genuinely, we do we do thank God that you're able to um, just enjoy yeah. the privilege. So, you know, I think, I think I'm just, I'm looking forward to and I'm praying that, one, I'll be a good father. Two, I'll be a godly father so she can, you know, see a Christ-like example in the household. Um, Mm. And you know we can we can push her towards whatever she wants to do, you know whatever she wants to become for God's mm. glory, and we can encourage her to do that. You know what I'm saying? And you know if, if there are any siblings, you know like just coming from Nigeria, I remember like you know my dad was like, oh Ty, look after your brother and eh? like you know make sure you protect him, make sure <laughs> you teach him everything. So it's like yeah, yeah, you know that's that's one thing I'm just trying to like even now at an early age instill in her like so when she. Certain times, like she'll do certain things, and I say, "No, no, no! Don't touch my wife like that. That's my mm. wife. Like you need to respect mm. and, and mm. know what that is. You know mm. what I'm saying? So, um, and then hopefully, yeah. when you know her yeah. brother or sister come, there's no, there's no baby, but whenever that happens, you know, we're able to kind of like <laughs> grow them up in, in in maturity. You know, like so, it's it's crazy being a dad. Mm. So just yeah, no. having another baby. <laughs> Blackberry. Yeah, it's crazy being a dad, and yeah, it's crazy uh, being TMZ. a dad. But it's, yeah, bro, it's 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 an exciting. You know, we're all growing. We're all growing. And, you know, excited about that. Yeah, mm-hmm. me. So you've yeah. um, you've spoken to us quite a bit about yeah, like, Esso the man. So you've been obviously quite personal in terms about uh, in terms of like your life and your your marriage and your child. Uh, let's talk a yeah, bit yeah, about yeah, Esso yeah. the artist. This mm. is you know what, what number it's, album? It's a good question. Maybe five, four, five. I don't know. I would have put it, I would have put it out four. So it begins, but, so it continues, you know, so it ends. You know. <laughs> yes, album number four. I guess yes, album number four. Yep. Uh, you know, five solos mixtape. That's not album, so I don't really count that. Um, mm. These things take time as an EP. I don't really count that. Yeah. Uh, did I drop something before? I can't remember. But I, you know, I dropped something. Uh, B sides. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. B sides. Yeah, I've, I've dropped a bunch of songs, but this is this is my fourth official album. So. Um, Great. You know, for those who don't know who I am, I'm a you know Christian hip hop artist originally from Nigeria. Mm-hmm. And I moved to London when I was nine, lived there for like my former over wow. years. Uh, then three years ago, so third year, my wife and I moved to America. Uh, but I'd already been kind of coming back. Your and forth. accent has switched up a lot for someone who's. But been I'd, there for I would already, years. I was already coming back and forth though. Like, so I was already going to America. <laughs> like, I'll do six months and then do like a month in the UK and then go back. You know what I mean? Like. And then mm. one day, you know, the U.S. government just told me don't come back until you have a visa. And so I 
stayed in the UK, got my visa. It wasn't like I was coming in illegally. I was coming in very legally. That uh, you have a visa, you have a visa waiver. I mean, you know, what yeah, I'm saying? yeah. Like, you got like yeah. a um, yeah, yeah. So I was Esther. doing that, and then one day they just said, you know what? What are you doing here, bro? Come back, get a visa, and then you can come back. Well, he said, don't come back until you have that. Uh, Is that so, because you were going there so much, or yes, because I was going there a lot. I was coming okay. a lot. So, like in my mind, I was like, yo, you know, that three months. It's three months at a time. Mm-hmm. You know, that's mm-hmm. what I thought. So I was just doing that. I'll do three months and then one month and three months. You know what I mean? And then the guy was like, nah, it's three months in a year. Oh. Um, which, wow. which, you know, is, that's, that's still a bit tricky because I, I don't know if that's entirely true. It, yeah. It's actually yeah. not true because they, they use discretion to, de- yeah. to define what that is. And so, uh, but I, all I know is that between 2011, until mm-hmm. 2015, I was coming in and out of America a lot. Yeah. Um, a okay. lot, a lot. And so, you know, the Was that was... around the time that you signed with um, Lamp Mode? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So 2011, okay. I signed, I signed a, a deal with Lamp Mode. I'm still with them. Um, yeah. And then, yeah, so as I, as I was releasing my albums, I was just kind of seeing that, right, like, people were really, like, liking it in America. You know, mm. like, UK cool, but they were really, really, like, gravitating towards it in the States. And so I was just traveling there a lot more, doing shows, videos, so on and so forth. And then 2015, when I released So It Ends, uh, I was coming back into Philadelphia, which is where I was staying at the time. And mm-hmm. then, yeah, the person just took me, detained me for two hours, uh, and then was like, yeah, don't come back until you have a visa. And oh, so. And so just to confirm, you you actually moved out to America for music. For music yeah, yeah, right? yeah, yeah. That's it. That's the only reason why I'm here, man. Like, I wouldn't be here. For anything, I wouldn't be here for anything else except for me. And is your wife from America? No, 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 no. My wife is born born in the UK, Ghanaian heritage, Namibian heritage, um, Mm. from North London to you know, ten minutes away from Tottenham, Tottenham Stadium. Like them kind of body, give me like link up on the high road. Well, so wait, don't, you're, you're, you're from south, no? I'm from south, southwest SW16. So you're, uh, you're south, I know all of that. Get me, get me, dad, get me. Cream, creams. Mary, can you so can you beat this out? <laughs> so hold on. You're from south, yeah, um, and you're Nigerian, yes. and your wife is from north and Ghanaian. Yeah. That's real end. Look at what the gospel can do. Right, right. Look, look at what the gospel can do. I actually met my wife when I was like 17, 18 at her church, uh, the church used to go to, mm-hmm. one of the churches used to go to. Um, and she was, you know, she was one of those, um, those helpers, you know, giving grapes <laughs> at concerts. <laughs> ah, what do you need, man? You need jollof rice. Okay, here you go. Ah, take that one now. So yeah, yeah. She was really helping, you know, like hospitality, that kind of vibe. And you know, uh-huh. we clicked. And I remember like one time trying to slide into a DMs and she was like, you should be my brother. <laughs> really destroyed me. So for anybody who's listening out there, oh, listen, big time. Anybody who's listening out there, you can go from brothers to husband in a matter uh, of years. Mm, that's a word right I there. I like that. Someone, you get me? Was mm. I discouraged? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, but you pressed on. Well, I, pre- I, de- I definitely did something. Uh, <laughs> and then <laughs> you know we got married uh, in 2016. You know, so yeah, our stories. You know, our so, stories are crazy one. So how did you go from like writing love tracks to your wife to white Jesus? Ah, uh, bro, you know that's a good, that's a great transition. First of all, I do want to say that Thank somebody you. online said that all I do is write songs about women and race, which is like so inaccurate. Because wow. if you listen, to, if you really? listen to all my albums, like yeah, first of all, 
you know, when someone gets married, what do you expect them to write about? Like, I'm trying to understand, like, <laughs> I'm married now and, you know, people know me and, like, I'm writing about my life. So, of course, mm-hmm. I want to write about how amazing my wife. Like, I, I wrote a whole album about me and my wife breaking up and how things were horrible, yeah. you know, like. And so to yeah. go from that mm-hmm. in 2015 to now writing What's Your Name, Talking Cold, all of those things. I'm like, yo, yeah. I, oh, that's the least I can give you. As to my bride, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. when I tell you I wrote a whole album, like, that's that's re- really what happened. Like, So It Ends is about yeah, Sophia. We feel yeah, the like, pain on that one. So It Ends is about <laughs> yeah. my wife. And so now that we're married, I want to I wanna triple those type of songs. I want it to be, like, joyful records. Like, yo, I appreciate you. Like, I love you. Like, I'm so thankful that God gave me mm. you. Like, why wouldn't I do that? And so for people who think I'm only writing about that, one, I don't think that you're a real fan of mine if that's what you think that it is too like white jesus is really the only like i've i haven't talked about race in any of my songs yeah. really like that so like white jesus is like the first time and all of a sudden like i'm can't like people are canceling exactly. me like the 10 people on on youtube are canceling me telling me that they're saddened on youtube deeply mm. deeply deeply saddened uh, so by a long, like this is a real comment, like a long, no, we have to get into that. Like, yeah, oh, we have like, to get into that. What are you saddened about? Like, you don't worship white Jesus, so why are you why are you upset? You know what I mean? Like, what's what's the issue? Um, yeah, exactly. And so what what led me to that? I think it's just growing up, man. Like, moving to America, interacting with my Black American uh, friends who are Christians, seeing a lot of the stuff that's going on. Like, even in Kenya, like last month or even earlier this month, there was somebody faking to be jesus like a white guy walking on the streets it's on youtube you can find Mm -hmm. it walking on the streets pretending to be jesus and you go all the all the kenyans like rallying around him joyfully like with glee saying oh yes there's our savior i'm like bro that's one of the reasons why i wrote the song another reason is because like having having conversations with hebrew israelites like and 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 one kid in my church uh that that you know i was building with and stuff like that having a three-hour conversation with him about faith about race about christianity because he started to befriend somebody else who was a hebrew israelite right and so talking with him and being like right like i'm super encouraged that we're having a three-hour conversation about the bible uh but also on the other hand like Mm. i'm super discouraged because it seems as though you're swinging away from true christianity to something that you feel you can identify with because you're black. And so, you know, so, some people may yeah. not may not see that yo white Jesus the image of that. And the song really is 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 bigger than yo the image is, is a fake Jesus. Everyone not everybody knows that Jesus is not white mm-hmm. firstly. Secondly, what I'm talking about yeah. in the song is about what that image represents and what that image has done historically and presently with to people of color you know what i mean like to people of different ethnicities Mm, and tribes and backgrounds and so like i'm i'm really perplexed when people are like yeah i can't believe that you wrote this song like man it's so racist like i'm like bro like why are you upset that there's a burning cross and a kkk and a guy in a kkk costume that's literally what they were doing like what's upsetting you about that like churches in america did not allow black people to be baptized like that's yeah it's not just that it it was further than that like some of our soundest seminaries to this day 
exactly. did not allow black people to be admitted. So it's not, yeah. So it, it goes, it goes further. Yeah, it is, it is, it is a devastating one. And, and I think you're right. I've had conversations with other, I actually had a conversation with a pastor very recently who actually came to me and said, you know, I would, I would love to have, um, I want to, I want to get, essentially he said he wanted to see a black person in ministry in their church. And he was trying to speak to me about it. And he was saying the reason being is because they have a black person. One of the reasons being is because they have black congregants and one young man in the church has essentially started to stray away from the church as he's gone to university. And in the process, he started to speak to, again, black Hebrew Israelites. And something began to resonate with him that wasn't really being addressed in the church. And the pastor, this white pastor essentially was unable to really address those issues because they were issues that were not necessarily mm. theologically based but identity based and and that's and that is really what a big a big issue because that's not something that's really being tackled as much as it ought to be in the west and that's why something like white jesus is actually quite an interesting song in the mix of all of yeah. this kind of this heated discussion that's going on at the moment so i guess i guess my question really is is why why this song like what were your motivations? What were your aims? Why why did you why did you um why yeah. did you make so white I, Jesus in particular? I do I do want to say why now? Yeah somebody else was telling me, oh so like you just you know, you just joined the conversation. Oh my gosh, it's so worldly. Like, you know, just this 2019 conversation about race. Something <laughs> I wrote that song in August 20 August 23rd, 2018. I've had this song, I've had this song for a year. Oh, just oh wow. Like relaxing yep. on my laptop yeah you get me just i, I know that's like sure. i'm sitting on there <laughs> oh, you know what i'm saying but <laughs> like yeah. just putting it out there but bro for me, if, 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 if it was really about like you know i'm just trying to like race bait yeah add fuel to the fire like, i would have dropped it last year immediately as soon as mm. i dropped it as soon as i made it i would it would have just came on and i know mm. like i would have just mm. done it but one i wanted to know like yo am i going too far like I want like I played it for certain people, like I played it for mm. my Caucasian brothers. I play, you know what I mean, like I played it for people that I know and trust, and will tell me like, nah, 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 bro, trust me, listen, change that, don't say that. Nah, you you went in, like, why are you saying that white Jesus is racist? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, get me, like I would have, I would have pivoted, but everybody that I played it to was like, yo, agree, drop it. You know what I'm saying? Like every the only the only yeah. thing mm. that people told me not to do was drop it as the first single of, of my album. So that people, yeah, yeah. So that people don't think okay, that's not the narrative of the album. You know what I'm saying? Like, because it isn't. You know. So to answer yeah, your question, yeah, why yeah. now? Yeah. I mean, it was the same same reason why last year because of these conversations that I was having with people, and then mm-hmm. not just them, and then like people coming from the UK to visit me and my wife, and like telling me, yo, when I when I became a Christian, I thought Jesus was white and the devil was black. You know that. Like what's going on? Like how do we how do we get yeah, how do we get to that? Like how do we get to those conclusions? And then having conversations with black American friends who are telling mm. like, yo, like for some reason subconsciously, I can never like in the past I wouldn't listen to a black preacher because I thought he was wrong and the white preacher was right. Like, but why? Mm. Like what so like to me yeah. it's deeper than yeah. yo, know, like like what you're saying, like identity, like black people, Hispanic people, people of color are leaving the faith because they can't identify with what they're seeing on a Sunday or seeing on a Wednesday. Like, so what's yo, sorry, nah, you, bro. yo, I that sorry, that, that sorry, that 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 resonates. I'm thinking of um, 
Muhammad Ali walks into church on Sunday when he was young, used to see pictures of a white Jesus, used to see pictures of white angels, white Mary, mm -hmm. and then started asking his mom, hmm. like, do black people go to heaven? And, and you know, and that's, and he eventually, you know, when he eventually adopts like Nation of Islam, et cetera, et cetera, that's one of his big reasons for leaving the church as a whole. Because when he looked around, all the pictures of heavenly figures from the angels to the apostles to Jesus to Mary, they were all white people. And it's not even the fact that it had to be black per se. The issue was that he looked around and said, this doesn't even look like a true represent as you got older this doesn't look like a true representation mm. of what act jesus actually would have looked like and so if they're willing yeah. to lie about this yeah how much more are they willing to lie about kind of thing and so you're right it's 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 a much deeper issue than just oh why is he white why is he not yeah. black or why is he white and why is he not asian or why is he white do you know what I mean like yeah and i think what it is is that really is actually the white what is portraying as a whole like full stop you know when i when i was when I was mm. in Durham University, God bless them, between 2007 and 2010, and I was learning about the early church fathers, nobody told me they were mm. African. No one, no one, no one. I remember, yep. I, remember I did a, I did a, a presentation Damn in my shame. church here in America, like Black History Month, and I was telling my pastor, I said, bro, you know, like, black, Christian history is Black history. Like, so can we... Can we just not only do Martin? Mm. Can we can we can we look at the church fathers? Can we can we look at yeah? Can we can we can we do some some of that? Yeah, and so what what we did? I, I took I took one of the Cyprian. youth from my church. I said, listen, yeah. we're gonna do this presentation in front of them, and we're just gonna blow their mind and let them know, like wow, like the Trinity, like all of these phrases and concepts that are now embedded in Christian truth came from African men. Why isn't that celebrated? Why do we only start mm -hmm. the Reformation? Like, why? You know, like to me, I'm just, I'm just asking the question. Like, what is it about African history and Black history that there's this? Mm, no, no, no. We can't let them know that. What do you, what do you think? What do you think us knowing that does for our? It gives us the, with the faith. I think it gives us a sense of identity. I belong here. For some people, at least gives up a okay. sense of I belong here. Now nah, you can't tell me then, you, you know, the person who says Christianity is a white man's religion. Well, actually it, it also helps our apologetics because if somebody tells you, yo, Christianity is a white man's religion, you can say, mm, mm. that's not true. Like I had to tell someone the other day, yo, if you say Christianity is a white man's religion, you've bought the lie of the white man. Like you've bought into it. And so me and him were arguing, yep. going back and forth. He was like, nah, mm. Christianity started with King James. I'm like, bro, like, where are you, where are you getting these things from? But to be honest, that's where some people begin. Like Islam is older than Christianity. I have to literally show him yeah, like yeah, yeah. 1 AD, seven, like first century, pardon me, first century, seventh century. Like, can we just see the difference here? And so some people are just uninformed, you know? So when you start to inform people and let them know, like, nah, listen, You've got a rich history here as a black man or, or as a Hispanic woman. You've got a deep, rich history here. So that shouldn't deter you away from the faith. Like I said, you know, even, even in the UK now, like off the top of my mind, we can think of people who have left the faith. Uh, 
and you know, oh, nah, it's just a white man's this, it's a white yeah. man's book, it's a this and a that. We're like, bro, that's just not true. And so, can we once we once we yeah. take mm. back our history, right, in a in a sense, and be like, nah, let me show you the true history that some people have hidden, and not only have some people hidden it. Some people mm. unintentionally have hidden it. They know the truth. They just don't want to relinquish their power. That's it. They don't. They don't want to relinquish their power because mm. here's mm. here's the thing. Here's what I've been saying for a few for a few weeks now. If Jesus is not white and he's a person of color, right? How I view immigration and immigrants and people mm. who are being slandered and marginalized and ostracized and sent home, so on and so forth. Is very, very different if I'm a white person. If I'm a white Christian and I see someone that may look mm-hmm. like my savior being beaten and bruised, I have a deeper compassion for them. But if it's if it's just ah, that's just ah, just mm-hmm. another person with no papers. They don't care. Because there's nothing that can that yeah. that they can relate with. You know, we can we can mm-hmm. plead with them with scripture when it's talks about loving a neighbor and helping those in need and doing justice, but they came here illegally. All right, cool. What if that's your savior? You understand what I'm saying? So <laughs> they came. Yeah, I hear you. I hear you. I, I hear you. But you know what it is, though. It's weird. It's a weird one because, like, when I'm talking about the identity issue, like, let me put it like this. I think I was. How do I explain this? Um, when you go in, like, when you're in the UK and you go to somebody, or probably in the US as well, if you go to somebody and you say, "Why don't you believe in Christianity?" or da 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 da, if it's if it's a Caucasian person, because Christianity has been phrased and framed and presented in Caucasian terms, their only yeah, issue yeah, is going to yeah, be yeah. one of a matter of maybe intellectual capacity, right? So they're going to be able to say, "Do you know what? My issue with this is that I don't believe he actually died or rose from the dead, or something of that kind of ilk. I don't believe in a god, whatever." Cool, right? Whereas probably what is the biggest issue, especially I, I was listening to Dr. Vince Bantu earlier today actually, and he actually argues that the biggest issue in the world when it comes to accepting Christianity, the first big hurdle that you actually have to get across is not a theological mm. or intellectual issue. It is the identity issue. It's this, it's the sense in which the fact that Christianity has been packaged up in this kind of like Eurocentric um kind of like wording and framing, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Mm. And so the way that you now look at Christianity in from like a white perspective is that yeah. it's most it's mine, mine, mine. It's in it's my it's, it's presented in my kind of framework, my kind of understanding, etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. And the natural response to that then mm. for on the other side is that it's theirs, 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 right? And so in order to adopt Christianity or to accept Christianity, to affirm it, to 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 to, to receive it, you have to almost give up something of your own cultural, personal identity in order to accept it. So in order for me to accept it as, as an Asian person, for example, I would have to give up something of my Asia and my Asian origins and pick up something Eurocentric in order to actually resonate with this particular truth, which is which is the problem, right? And that's and that's why you then have all of these people coming out. So like like you mentioned, you have the black Hebrew Israelites, you have kinetics, you have um the five percenters, you have people who are going back to like um ancient Egyptian religions and and, and African religions, et cetera. And the common thread is not a theological or or yeah. academic or like intellectual issue in that respect, but it's an identity issue. It's this doesn't resonate with us because this is their religion. And hence you go have people going back to things like, as you mentioned, Islam, right? And saying, oh, Islam was truly the 
black person's religion supposedly etc you know um and this and that's all like like you said it's all it's all problematic it's not it's not true it does we do need to have this discussed more i do actually want to yeah, come yeah, to yeah. the idea of because you mentioned earlier you're getting backlash as well right you said that this was like 10 people this wasn't this wasn't being well received i do want to come to the idea of why this isn't being <laughs> I was just reading one of them. <laughs> Sorry. I do I do want to come to the idea of like why you why you think you're receiving backlash. Why in particular, why in the it's not just in the even why in the church as a whole? I don't just want to say in one particular like denominational group or anything. Why in the church as a whole do we not think this is being sufficiently discussed, etc.? Because uh, let's let's be quite frank, if Gnosticism um views that Christ isn't um truly god arises then you know mm -hmm. the whole evangelical community is going to go back to the council of nicene or whatever etc and start to reaffirm these things and join together collectively and, and and rebuke it but when the black hebrew israelite movement is rising when the nation of islam is coming back up and re and when all of these like the five percenters etc when you have kendrick saying that don't call me a don't call me black call me a israelite and all these types of things when these types of things are coming up to the forefront why is it that you don't think the church is addressing it or dealing with it with in the same um, vigor that they're dealing with um, issues of, you know, of, of, of other doctrinal issues, for example? <laughs> I don't want to get in trouble. Okay. But I, I think... So that's your answer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, no, 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 no. You've got a wife and kid to feed. No, yeah, please. Okay, no, okay. No, before no, you listen, answer, anything you don't say, don't worry. I'll fill no, it in. It's <laughs> like super worried. He thought someone's literally going to kill me. Um, yeah, she thought someone's going to kill me. Like, then, you know, obviously the video oh, was man, there. Man, you know, man. The imagery was there. She thought, ah, you know, why? 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 Because mm -hmm. it's, it's love controversy like your dad. I was like, <laughs> I said, nah, Bob, it's cool, man. I said, it's important. It's important. So, uh, like, I don't, I don't even mind, bad, you know, like, all the things. So, why? Well, I think one of the things is just, yo, Jesus' color doesn't matter. That's one of the reasons people will say, it doesn't matter what color he is. His blood is red. Um, but I want to, I want to push back and say, listen, we should be any misrepresentation of Christ, mm. we should have an issue. Any, any, any misrepresentation of him. Yo, somebody says, mm -hmm. Jesus says Got that you. I am a way, a truth, a life. You know, you can maybe get to God through me. We would, we would have an uproar. You know, like we would be like, nah, he didn't say that. How, how dare you say that? The uh, definite yeah. article. Therefore. Get, get it right. But as soon as as soon as I say Jesus is not white, Jesus was not white. Oh my! And so how dare you? Mm. It, it doesn't matter. Why doesn't it matter, guys? Especially when we start to talk about the ramifications of that white image, right? Mm -hmm. Some of you say, "Oh, somebody might be like, oh, you should you should also talk about Asian Jesus or Black Jesus or that." Well, those images of Jesus have not been used to subjugate people. That those images were not carried with missionaries and colonial masters yep. to Nigeria. Mm -hmm. Like that just wasn't happening. Okay, like so missionaries went to Nigeria with the gospel and white Jesus on one hand, mm -hmm. and in the other hand, they also went with colonial masters to destroy a nation. Don't talk to me about black Jesus and Asian Jesus. They're not doing that. They didn't do that. Mm -hmm. Even to people not coming, white people not coming to faith because of black Jesus. Mm -hmm. That's not happening. So for you to say that oh, Asian Jesus, yeah. ah, well, you should talk about, well, bruv, let, can, can we deal with the, the big elephant in the room? 
And then maybe we can start to talk about some of the other things, right? And also I want to add this, saying that Jesus is not white, me saying that is not me saying he's black. Because I've seen that too in comments. Like, that's all, man, like, he's not white. Were you saying he's black? Yeah. I'm not saying, I'm, what I'm saying is, you know, can we just do away with the images? Let's just do that. What would you say to someone who said in, in response to that, that I think you're lying on the... on the um... You might have looked like me, but, but that's none not, of my business. Uh-huh. I was gonna I'm bring that cheeky. up, you know. I'm just, I'm just being cheeky. Oh, was that? Yeah, he yeah, might yeah. have. That's the thing, though. I ain't he gonna lie. My have. heart, smart. Anyway, <laughs> he, he might, he might have looked yeah, like me. Yeah, of course. But okay, let's let's. Why does that make you uncomfortable? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Exactly. Why? Why does your skin crawl when I say, "Hey, Jesus might have been black," you know? Like, no, mm-hmm. no. Oh my, no. I don't know. No, he can't be. Why? <laughs> but why? Tell. Tell, tell me why. Why, why does that bother you so much? Yeah. And that points why? to the bigger, the deeper issue. That, yeah, that exactly. That's, that's what issue. I'm saying. Like, yeah. the deeper thing is like, yo, if you're so bothered that he doesn't look like you, why? Mm. And, and I can't answer that for you. You have to deep, dig deep inside yourself to answer that question. I do, do want to say, like, though, when we say that it doesn't, like, just as a, just as a point of clarity, when we say that he, it might have looked like me, but that's none of my business, I just want to clarify we're not saying that the race, like Christ's ethnicity, his position, his socioeconomic position, all of that kind of stuff doesn't matter because that does, right? Insofar oh, yeah. as it clarifies something of his humility and it points to something of the fact that Christ has actually lowered himself, even though he's equal with God, you didn't count that as a thing to be grasped. Like, do you know what I mean? Even though as it, as it points to that, that Christ wasn't born into affluence, he wasn't born as a, as a Roman citizen. He was born as a Jew, you know? Um, that is that does communicate something, but only yeah. in so far as it points back to one his humility and therefore to his glory, right? So, yeah. and that's something just that, that's just by the way, you know. So yeah, it doesn't. And and I think do you know what? I'm not gonna lie. I loved when I sat down and I thought through. I said, "What is this track trying to communicate?" Like I literally said to myself, "What is this track trying to communicate?" And obviously, I became like preacher mode. I went into <laughs> three point sermon <laughs> and I said, "Listen, first, first, I think he's I think he's communicating three things. One." that this white Jesus is, and I would love for us to break down these three points really, but one that this white Jesus, you can obviously re- reject it if you want. <laughs> I'm listening, I'm listening. listening. <laughs> He's listening. He's thinking what three points? Anyway, but one that like white Jesus is an imposter, right? So yeah, that yeah, same Jesus was used to oppress. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. also inaccurate. So we're talking about historically now in a, in the, in a Middle Eastern context, in, 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 in ancient Rome, etc. you know, like you would not have seen a a white a white man yeah. a, a caucasian person tough. that you know that that's 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 tough that's, that's tough, tough to see him yeah <laughs> you know I, you know it had to be said um but we move and then the final point is that you know it's irrelevant in the sense that um so you know imposter, well, inaccurate, imposter inaccurate irrelevant, irrelevant. obviously you might know me um <laughs> but irrelevant and so far like i said as the discussions on his race aren't directing us back to god and his glory Right. So insofar as we're not doing and I think that was quite a beautiful thing, because in one sense, you deal with this old picture that has been oppressive. In another sense, you actually discredit that picture. But in the final sense, almost like you can almost hear the black Hebrew Israelites saying this is our new national anthem. And then you and then you start to just exclaim, you know, what? this is Jesus altogether glorious. This is Jesus who took on our shame, who died yeah. the of death and, mm. and has been glorified. And when you have that picture of Jesus in your mind, listen, his skin might have been whatever, but who cares? Do you know what I mean? In one sense, who cares? Like, it's not it's not my business to, to so focus on his skin tone as though that's the point of the gospel 
or yeah. as though that's the that's the emphasis of the scriptures but the emphasis is actually on the fact that he humbled himself and now he's been exalted you know mm. and so i so saw listen i would love for us just to go through each of the points are we yeah bro hey you did a you did a, you did a better right? job than me you should be a rapper bro so i told you i'm sitting on some tracks silly uh, silly <laughs> with this uh, with this um listen, we can decide with this with this track white jesus it, it sounds like you've got um in one sense two audiences in mind so um those who hold to this kind of white jesus in terms of their whitewashed christianity mm. but mm -hmm. also those who buy into like the black hebrew israelite kind of ideology um, and yeah. as you were saying you were speaking to um, a young man in your church who was starting to have questions about christianity mm -hmm. um how would you advise um for us to tackle that as a whole okay first of all we've established okay jesus wasn't white but i'm sure that there's other kind of um retorts that black hebrew israelites have for the church um how would you advise for us to kind of go about in our discussions with black hebrew israelites and those who are on was it pan-Africanism? Yeah, pan-Africanism. Yeah, like yeah. So I, I think I think there, there there's a bunch of people, right? So there there are there are Christians who like Peter in John chapter six, right? Jesus asks Peter, you know, after people like are leaving him, like you know, people are there with him, they're eating food. Wow, you guys are only here because of the food, isn't it? And so mm -hmm. he starts to, like tell them the real, like yo, you gotta eat my flesh, you gotta drink my blood, and uh, people just go, oh, oh snap, that's too much. Goodbye. <laughs> and so he looks at his disciples and he goes, Are you gonna leave me too? And mm -hmm. Peter turns around and says, Where are we gonna go? You have the we words of know life. you as the Lord and say, and, and we've come to believe that you have the words of eternal life. So I think that there are Christians who who know and believe that Jesus has the words of eternal life, but are wrestling with black Christian. Like, what does that look like? How do we mm, mm. like I don't want to go anywhere? I, I, I can't go anywhere because my heart is convicted by Jesus, the true Jesus of the scriptures. But there's yeah. something, there's this Eurocentric, I don't like it. So what do I do? I think I think yeah. the one, first thing we need to do is to just, we need to own that. We need to allow those people to have those wrestles, right? Mm -hmm. So yeah. coming, up, coming up in church, like, can't be asking questions. You know what I mean? Like, you guys know, like, can't be yeah. asking certain questions like, ah, why are you asking? Just read the Bible, though. I have a question you're asking. Just, I, I read the Bible, yo. God, it's, it's our fit. It's our fit. I'm like, okay, mom, please. Okay, we got these questions. <laughs> we got these Man's guys. reminiscing. We got these. I'm, 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 I'm did a really good job. Really good. No, I know, I know. Uh, but those, the type of churches yeah, that yeah, you yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. If, you're, if, if you're listening, you're in that church and you're a leader in that church, listen, like, take those kids' questions seriously. You know what I mean? Because yeah. if you don't answer them, they're going to go and find answers elsewhere. You know what I mean? Which, yeah. which is why I think has happened uh, with certain people. Like, you know, like there were certain questions that were being asked that people were not answering. And so they went and looked for answers elsewhere and quote, yeah. quote, got answers. And so they were like, oh, you might not answer my question. They are, I believe what they're saying because you guys don't have a rebuttal for that, which isn't true. There's rebuttals for everything, right? We, we, any, any issue that people have with Christianity is not new. You know what I'm mm. saying like all the oh, but the word that you know the the is not there in the original, or the this, the that, women this, or this that, and homosexual. We these questions, hundred, two hundred years, five hundred years, Christians have been answering these questions. The questions, yeah, the problem of evil. So it's not like we don't have the answers to it. No, we do. So I think people just need to be trained on how to answer these questions. And I think that's all Christians, not not just oh man, you know, I'm just, I'm an apologetics. You know, I do apologize mm. in my ministry. Now, 
But funny enough, though, on that note, street apologetics is is becoming more and more like it's growing in traction. But I guess my question to you would be, what do you think that the church could then do to actually encourage or to actually pursue, like encourage or pursue these things? Or how do we, even as let's say we now we now know, for example, okay, Esso said that Jesus, the white Jesus, is a racist. Okay, we know these things now. White Jesus is a racist, and like, how do we how do we communicate in our churches to our leadership etc you know right. these are the kind of struggles we know people are facing um, but these are the kind of things that that we've been taught ourselves you know how do we how do we navigate the, these issues you know do we stand and start rebuking the church or do we do you know what i mean nah, do i don't, I don't, I don't think we stand and start mm-hmm. rebuking the church I, th- I think we we you know we we go we have conversations with leadership uh we tell mm. them hey man listen we want to you know, and, and it might look like it might look like somebody like this, for example. You go, you go talk to your pastor or your your elder, your elders, and you say, Listen, man, it may not be an issue for you, but there's like there's like 10, 20 kids here, uh, or 10, 20 young adults here who are really, really like asking a lot of questions. So can we start a black and Christian class where mm-hmm. we mm-hmm. discuss these things? You know, and we and we just go through like the history of Christianity. From a black perspective, can we start that? And should that be exclusively for the kids who are black? It should be for everybody. Be for... I think it should be for everybody. Exactly. Everybody, I think everyone needs to learn these things. Everyone, you know, un- unless you're in a bubble where you're living in a utopic environment, and all. And, but I'm I'm talking specifically for those who are in inner city and are doing inner city Christianity. That this may not this may mm. not bother you if you're if you're in Durham University or if you're if you're. Yeah. You know mm. I mean, if you're in Durham. You may not come across a white black hero. This is a, a white black hero is like may not walk on your face. This, this, um, that this may not be a thing. So you may need to have a certain different apologetic for them, right? But for those who are in inner city and are predominantly interacting with inner city people, right? You may need to be trained on how to interact with those people. You may need to read yeah. books or shoot, like forget read. Go on Google. It's you know do a little Google search, little YouTube watch certain things, interact with people, start to answer those questions. I think that needs to happen. I think the second thing that needs to happen is like, yo, the church just needs to own it. Like, we need to own mm. our mess. Be like, yeah, you know, yes, the image did do a mad thing. Like, that really did happen. Like, people went in the name of Christ to kill people. Like, and we just have to say, you know what? Yeah. Because I remember having a conversation with someone and like, they were really arguing with me, but like, you know, we know those people from the KKK aren't Christians. I said, yeah, to you. But like when mm. they were in, in their time, your great, great granny wasn't thinking they weren't Christians. Yep. Yeah. They, she wasn't thinking that. She wasn't thinking we're they were talk. they were unbelievers. And so, like, why now? We because we've got hindsight, right? Well, man, we know now, but like, bro, like, that men think they're believers, they think that they're Christians. And so we need to we need to mm. do a certain, I don't know what it is, be like, nah, these guys are not Christians, they're not believers. And then yo, let's own it. They've they've shed blood in the name of Christ. That's not that's not true Christianity. Let's own that. And then secondly, all right, cool. All these people that are now moving away from the faith, uh, yo, how can we continue to love on them and continue to try and answer certain questions for them and, and pray for them? You know, I think that's that's one thing that we just be that that we that we lack sometimes. We think that it's our intellectual proudness that's going to bring someone to salvation. Now it's the work of the spirit, mm. you know. So I mm. can know everything, you know. I can know 
that this isn't that and like yo what the hebrew israelite is saying is false and some of it is false right so like i'm having a it's weird because I'm, I'm talking to this guy on the streets of san antonio and like i remember this day and i'm telling my wife babe don't get sucked in don't get sucked in just go on the other side just go but then they're also they're also on the other side so there's nothing you can do about it. like they, they <laughs> occupy your both streets tactics they're occupying <laughs> both of them and so we're walking we're walking we're walking this guy's with this the jesus that they teach you in the churches you know the white man yeah so-and-so's cousin that ain't christ like, and i'm like yeah that, I'm, I'm agreeing i'm like yeah that's true you can agree that's what i was that's like, yeah, yeah but it's hard it's hard you don't want to start giving them an inch because then they start no, trying to no, take no, but you have to yeah, in, yeah. In, in, on the street you just have to go but you have you're to. right bro you have to. that ain't jesus like so the, the kid the kid yeah. who's like talking to me about like yo man why y'all christians always celebrating easter man and christmas y'all know that there was a pagan i said yo bro i don't do that in my house so you can't lump Christians mm. all together. Like, that's true, yo. So now you're trying to say what? I'm just saying, like, there should be no Easter buddies. I'm just saying, like, I don't, you know, <laughs> just saying. But, like, I have to, I just have to you're be like, like bro, you know, you're right. And uh-huh. he might go, what? You're agreeing with me. Whoa. And all of a sudden, his mm. shoulders are going down. Like, his temperament is yeah. changing. Yeah. And he, he then might listen to what you're saying more. You know what I mean? Like, so mm. Im- imagine that. Like, it's a green, but like, yeah, yeah, bro. I agree. That's that's true. I I, I think that, that Jesus is a false one. We Christians should have no images. Mm. And okay, let's let's talk about these same things. Let's talk about other things. Because with the Hebrew Israelite, when they start talking about like, yo, oh, this is going, this is going to my with the Hebrew Israelites, so when they start talking about, um, you know, only black people are going to be saved. And I said, bro, when you read the scriptures, where do you find that? How can you find that? Mm. I'm saying so. Mm. We're having mm. dialogue, but it's not combative. You know what I'm saying? Because I've gone in there like I agree. I agree. You're right. We shouldn't have an image. That, that's a wrong. That's a false image. You're right. We shouldn't do Easter or yeah. Christmas. But let's okay. Cool. We agree on those things. Let's dive in. Let's talk about certain things that we don't agree with, and then how we can reconcile. Like that's that's kind of like a tactic that I've taken, and the conversations I feel have been quite fruitful. And they haven't been combative. Yeah. Like, oh, how dare you? Man, oh, y'all, you you worship the wrong. I'm like, bro, like, come on. It's me, man. I'm opening the Bible. You ain't got to get your little guy to tell me, yo, John 5, 34. Like, no, no, no. Let's just, let's just be in you. Like, let's just talk. It's so mad. You know, I'm still thinking about the time that I was on the street speaking to one of them. And they literally said to me, listen, you know what? Yeah, you're listening. To, you're worse than that white man's religion. But, but do you know that when Sarah and Aaron disobeyed, Guess what color God, when God cursed them, guess what color he made their skin? White. Wow. And I was just sitting there like, rah. Like, rah. Like, obviously, like, do you know what I mean? And the other side could probably do the same mm-hmm. if they wanted to. Oh, um, Noah's son, the one that was cursed, Ham. Mm-hmm. He was black. Yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, that kind of thing. Like, you could, you, could, you could do that all day. But, like, that kind of stuff is just, like, like as we said earlier, the skin in and of itself is not, has, and to be honest, that's never really been the emphasis of the scriptures. The skin color has never been the emphasis of the scripture. Yeah, that's true. What has been the emphasis at points has been, like we said, the actual the racial divides and the and the and and where that puts them on like the, on economic, the on the economic ladder, et cetera, you know. And 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 with an emphasis so that we can see, like as we said, the humility of Christ, yeah. et cetera. But my but you mentioned earlier actually that you were going to that you didn't, you weren't meant to put this as the first you you're not going to put this as the first track nah, on no. your new album. It wasn't the first no, single. It wasn't the first single. 
It's not it's not gonna be the oh it's not the first single on the yeah. new album. And the new album then I'm assuming is not going to be centered around you nah. know um nah, around race nah. as a whole. So 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 do you wanna to talk to yeah, us a bit yeah, about yeah. the new album? I, you know I don't I, what what more must a man do, you know, to show you <laughs> that he writes about his life? What what more? What more mm. must he do to show you that? He's he's gonna mm. give you a plethora of albums. He's told you, you know. Back back when, open and honest, back when Christian hip hop was very didactic and people weren't really like being open yep. about their life, here comes this guy, loads, here, comes here comes the, the emo, emo guy, loads and high, like, <laughs> hey guys, it's me, man, it's me, <laughs> like, it's me, it's me, man. And so this is just another yeah, strand yeah. of what my life is like right now. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. it's just another yeah. piece of the conversation. That people, you know, mm. when I'm having conversations with, and I'm seeing my daughter, like, the other day someone called my daughter an African-American, and it just irked me. Like, it really annoyed me. Because I was like, you yeah. don't call the Caucasian-American European-American. So why do you want to put that on my child mm. as an African-American? Like, my daughter, my daughter's American. Cool. By citizenship. Sure. She's yeah. African. Nigerian. Mimian Ghanaian, that's what she is. You know what I mean? Like, Ghanaian. like don't don't mm. do this whole un, un, unless you start calling my Caucasian brothers and sisters European American, don't call my daughter African American. It just it just did a thing to me. I was like, nah, that ain't you know, like and the older I'm getting, the more like I, I wanna be in tune with my Nigerian African heritage and not just like West Africa. I'm talking about the whole continent, trying to understand it. Uh, learning about Nigerian history and how it got to become what it is right now. I remember having a conversation with my uncle mm. and my uncle telling me, yo, I would never live in the UK because of what they did to Nigeria. Like, I didn't understand it. Like, mm. I'm just, I'm just a young guy. Like, oh, yeah, 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 cool. Like, what do you mean? I didn't, like, I, I didn't ask him, yo, can you go deeper? Can you, like, give me some knowledge about this? Like, I want to learn. Um, yeah, but I'm yeah. in a space where, like, I'm trying to learn all of that. I'm trying to understand, like, so that when my when my daughter is asking me certain things, I can I can answer those questions. When we take her back to Nigeria, or we take her to to Ghana, and take her to Namibia, we can be like, listen, that's where your this 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 and this walk. That's where that is. That's what this is about. Mm. Like, this is what. So, so the yeah, album's the album's about, about like, my life. It's about, about the life, and, and right in, in all honesty, it's the totality of all my sounds. That like, so in 2017. So, so I I didn't release the album. I was gonna say before you even say that, like you had you have a name for that album that's really yeah interesting. Like what oh, what, man, what does it represent? What off, is the name? So Augustine's legacy. No, <laughs> Augustine's legacy. My dad's first name no. is Augustine, right? So this year, my dad would have been sixty years old. Okay, um, he passed away when I was in my late teens, mm. 17, 16, 17, I can't remember. Um, and oh. so he would have been 60. My daughter's going to be one. Um, and I am an extension of his mm. legacy, right? So like me, I remember having a, saying something on stage, like, yo, I, I think I think I'm just a better version of my dad. And, and I want my daughter to be a better version of me. Mm. So like, we're all leaving a legacy, good or bad, right? Mm. Like, so thankfully I have fond memories of my dad. I have fond thoughts of my father. And so like, as I'm leaving, as he's left something for me, I'm leaving something for my daughter. 
And then everybody, I hope and pray that mm -hmm. we want to leave Praise good God. legacies, right? We want to leave lost in legacies that go beyond us. Like some of our faith heroes, people that we, yeah. that we look up to in the faith, imagine if they were only just living for the moment. Imagine if they were only just living mm -hmm. for the here yeah. and now. Like I love, love Jim Elliott, love Elizabeth Elliott. Like when she passed away, I cried, right? Like just imagine if in the moment when they killed her husband, she's like, no, nope, nope, that's it, I'm done. I'm just going to do my own thing. I'm going to live for myself. Mm. I'm just going to go take my daughter and we're just going to go and live in the suburbs where it's safe. Nah, but she stayed and now her legacy continues, you know? So, you know, I'm always playing with time and, and like thinking ahead of just the here and now, because like, to me, like the Bible says, yo, make the most of your days because make the most of your time because the days are evil. Like that's, like that's legit what we're living mm -hmm. in. We're living in evil days and evil times. And so I want to make sure that the legacy that I'm leaving through music, through life, through whatever it is that I'm doing is lost in and it goes beyond me. So now when I see my daughter, I see something, I see someone that can continue legacy beyond just me. So when I'm 70, 80, mm -hmm. or 90, 100, if I live, Lord, give me 150, if I live till then, and I see my great, great, great grandkids. I'll be like, all oh, right, look at my legacy. Look at that. And hopefully, mm -hmm. prayfully, they're all believers. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying they're all advocately living for God's glory. They all want to know him. You know, like I spoke to my I spoke to my grandma and my grandpa on Saturday. And I'm like, yo, this, these, these guys are old, but now they have a great grandchild. Well, they have one, they have a few, but now we can be that. Now, now they're looking, look at my legacy. Look at my legacy running around. And they're telling me, oh, she's as troublesome as you were when you were a kid. Like, that's legacy. You know what I mean? Like, to me, it's like, it's deeper than just the album name. You know, like, if my if my dad was here right now, I'd probably still be the same. I'd probably call it the same thing. And it's like, yo, this this is your legacy, dad. This is it. Like, I'm an extension mm -hmm. of you. And now my daughter is, is, a, is an extension of me. And hopefully her kids, so on and so forth. And hopefully we can we can carry the banner and carry the torch of Christians who love Christ and love people and want to make him known across the world and across the nations and continue a bigger legacy that reaches heaven, not just earth. So that's really what, that's really what the album title mm. is about. And the songs are just, you know, again, it's like life, it's truth, it's anthems, vibes, Afro beats, hip hop, singing, all of that, like, it's just in a, a mesh of one. You get me? I'm, yes, I'm assuming Head Rap Diaries is the Afro beat. Nah? Nah, nah. Head Rap Diaries is not the Afro beat. <laughs> so, Head Rap Diaries, hey, listen, I think, I think every black one is going to love Head Rap Diaries. I can tell. It looks like a, it looks like, it looks like a yeah, Shea Butter. Um, it looks like a Shea Butter. Hey, listen, I need, I need Shea Butter. Holler me, man. Holler oh, me, man. man. Get me, let's do it. Let's do a deal, Shea Butter. You get me. <laughs> so, yeah, nah. But, you know, like, I think it's probably the best, uh, you know, I say that, but you know, everything's really, but I, I really, I think it's my best album, like in terms of variety and songs for everybody, you know, you still get that like emotional, deep, like, you know, here's where I'm at in mm. life. Um, you get the triumphant, you know, how, here's how we can rise above it. Uh, and then you also get like, yo, songs like Head Rap Diaries for example, it's just, you know, like I saw my wife, she's wearing these things. I'm like, yo, yo, baby, let me make a song about that. <laughs> But then let me, let me make a song where it's deeper than just that. People people see that title and they think, oh, you're talking about head wrap for the whole mm -hmm. song about it. Now I'm talking about gentrification. Mm -hmm. 
and how like yo and one time they used to laugh at black women with those head wraps like ah, ha 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 cultural appropriation <laughs> yeah cultural now you now you want to culturally appropriate now you want to take mm. what we used to buy in brixton market and you want to sell it at mns like it's just the equivalent Sorry. of what they're doing you know what i'm saying like and so i'm like okay if you want to do that then triple the fee like pay us triple the price for what you're trying you know I mean so like it's deeper than just a song about head wraps, yeah. you know, like it's, it's it's much deeper than that. And you know, obviously Afrobeso was in full effect on the album. No, we look for like honestly. So I'm assuming you're singing quite a bit on the album. Yeah, R and B S O is there. Okay. Like huh? R and B S O is R and B that's a, that's that's the thing, yo. You didn't know there was R and B S O. Is, that one, Christian is this Amari. album still uh produced by GP? Majority of it is. I've got I've got another production from On Beat Music and Alex Hitchens. Okay. And so the reason why, like, m- much of the singing was for me was one, I just got tired of waiting for people. Mm-hmm. Why don't you give me a you know, sh- like, anyway. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> Richard, I wait for you, bro. You were as late to you know the what, podcast yeah. as you were as late for the feature. Banter. Do you know what? Yeah. So it's been nice having you on the podcast today. <laughs> quick, um, <laughs> quick question. Um, so I'm looking through, obviously, I'm just looking through the track list. Um, yeah. And I can't see. This might be my ignorance. Any rap features? Nah, none. Is, All me. Is is there a reason why you've got no features? Yeah, you know what? You haven't dropped the album in a minute. You just want to do it all yourself. Like, if if not to us, if it wasn't for Sophia, yeah, I would have had no features. It would just be me. Well, just singing all the all hooks. The way. I would have sang everything. Or and GP because like the Lucy Grimble thing. Like GP was here and he was like, he made that song and he. Came up with the little, he came up with the melody, mm-hmm. and he was like, "Oh, you should really get like a British British singer, like yeah, 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 yeah." I started thinking, Richard's trying to, Richard's trying to, promote himself. The the track is done. Yeah, the track is done. It's out. The video extension, gold version, extended version. And so, thankfully, I knew Jamie Grimble, Lucy's cousin in Philly. I know him. He lives couple doors away from Josh who kind of owns Lamp Mold and I'm like bro just patting the thing like just introduce us. But thankfully like thing was it was it his uncle? I don't know. One of the people used to be a governor in the school that I used to go to and teach at when I was in London. Okay. So yeah there was there was just kind of like that. And then the the Mallory Jackson feature, she's a she's a lady who sings on the praise team at my church. And mm-hmm. again like it was mm-hmm. Sophia saying like, yo, I think a female vocalist will sound really good on this. And then my sister came over and affirmed it. And I was like, wow, you know what? Because originally I was going to get one of the poets that sings and plays guitar and is kind of tall. I won't say who it is. Um, oh, and, I know that. You know, yeah, 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 yeah. But that, you know, and, you know, you know, that person is kind of, you know, they, they know what they did. I know you know what you did, bro. Uh, <laughs> I might even said bro at the end. You're just yeah, and so... But I th- I'm so happy that that didn't work out because Mallory came in uh-huh. the first studio session ever, ever oh, in life. Okay, uh, and she killed it. She oh, she destroyed. Yeah. So Sophia said that's her favorite song I've ever done. Your 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 wife is moving like an A and R. My wife. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you the truth. Yeah, my wife is my A and R. Like she's the one who came up with the concept of the album cover. Wow. She's the one who spearheaded the concept of goals. Like, so she, you know, like, and, you know, every time Sophia's like, oh, I'm not creative. I'm not creative. I'm like, hey, look, look at this. Look, look at the artwork. Like, look at how, yeah, you, yeah. how you've, like, maneuvered in goals and all of that stuff. Like, 
Like people don't, you know, people don't be sleeping on your spouse. People like include mm. destiny helpers. That's a word. Yeah, you know? yeah, no, 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 legit. Like, cause she, you know, she said, I know what, what kind of transition and something else, but she sat me down and she was like, "Man, I, I just want to be involved in what you're doing." You know what I'm mm. saying? So like, one day we just, I just put, like, yo, babe, I need this idea about goals. Like, what do you think? She's even the one who came with the album title. Wow. Yeah, 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 yeah. She's the one who came. Like, if if it was. You know, like my album would have been called Augustine's Son, which is less, it's a super tacky, but Augustine's yeah. legacy just like has a bigger, like yeah, everybody yeah. else involved. And she's the one who came up with that. She's the one who, you know, I was like, hey, pff, my goodness, that's it. That's it. That's the title. Because I was struggling for a long time, like six months, no title. I didn't know what to call it. Uh, and she's the one who just came in and was like, Augustine's legacy. I said, yeah, that's it. We're going with that. Wow. Uh, so listen, man, encourage brothers, include your, your bride. In whatever it is that you're doing, small business, big business, include her in it. You never know what that little spark could do. Can do and it. and yeah. it it really like what... pulled us together more. You know what I mean? On on in terms of like music, because yeah. you could be like, oh, music is my thing, but nah, nah, now it's mm. kind of like our thing, and you know we're we're running that together. Mm. When we when we title this podcast, we need to call it um, "So White Jesus." Destiny relationships or something you like know, that you know because you know you know, you know I, I used to be the relationship guy i used to be the relationship you know 28 yeah yeah, yeah, continue. yeah, yeah. so used to, and you used to give us the, me and the me man hey wait hey wait is a is a british anthem it's a british anthem yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, mean? yeah so I I, i'm sorry guys i'm married now so it's a little different it's a little <laughs> <laughs> man's left the club. Yeah, right. uh, talk to us a bit about kind of like tours with this album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, so we're actually going to come back to London work, at any I'm point. Work, you know, know, I'm working on London date, man. I'm working on it. Like, uh, I want to do it in November. So I'm trying to do like, oh, that's I'm, yeah, I'm trying to do the biggest show I've ever done in the UK mm. in in November. So we're trying to, you know, pull out all the bells. Oh yeah, yeah. Give me a shot. Let me know when. So, like, so I can free up my calendar and <laughs> opening act. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know, bro. I don't know. So, yeah. So <laughs> stop this, you know. Stop, no, you know. stop trying to disown me. I do rather get top of it. I rather get top of it to do the Temptation Fleet and remix. Raw with I'm Mary. You hear that? Mary. So don't worry. Yeah, temptation Fleet yeah, remix. Yeah, yeah. So <laughs> now I'm, I'm actually yeah working on that. Actually, I'm gonna call. I'm gonna call the guy right after this conversation. We were like, bro, listen, the streets are asking for it in London. And to be honest, like, I really, like, I love performing in the UK. You know, sometimes you be like, ah, oh, there's mm-hmm. London really. But the numbers are there. There's no, there's no, like, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, yeah. You know, they don't love me there. They do. They use a bit quiet about their love, but they love me. And and then <laughs> um, I, I, I can see that you're, you've, you're doing a pop-up shop. Yeah, in yeah, yeah. I'm doing a pop-up shop there. I'm going to do one in Houston at the end of this month. And yeah, you know. What does it um, consist oh, of? Oh, pop-up shops, you know. Doing, they've seen all the exclusive merch that you haven't mm-hmm. seen in your life. Um, all wow, the- so London don't get none of that. No. <laughs> SW16 London and don't that. spend money still. <laughs> uh, <laughs> nah, uh, but yeah, now nah, we'll be bringing the merch when we do that. So it's really that. It's, on this, with this rollout, I'm just trying to like touch as many people, like touch the actual people that want to mm. mess with the music and want to mess with me as an artist. And like less about like industry jargon and like oh you know we got to do an interview with with this person we got to go do with this with that they don't really care they don't, you know what i mean like they do like 20 interviews but you know for someone if i'm having mm-hmm. a conversation with them you don't know what that is like i, I did a show like last week saturday uh and the, the lady showed me an image of her me her and her other son and he was like a like kid kid small 
And then now he's like super mm. tall, like probably my size. I'm like, bro, like you really grew up. He was like, yeah, 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 you know. But they were like super thankful for meet and greet and stuff like that. So like, I wanna, yeah. I wanna try with this album at least to touch as many people as I can, like physically go and say, hey man, thank you so much for supporting me. Thank you so much for buying my music, buying my merch, and allowing me to speak yeah. uh, into you. So we got some shows in September, then a bunch of them in October, and then hopefully come and do the grand opening in London. Yeah, me like just <laughs> come and shut it down, shut down the city. Uh, yeah, the home. homecoming, bro. You know what I mean? Like, I, I haven't been to London. Mm. Well, a lot, I haven't done a show in London in a long time. Like, it's probably been like three years, three, four years. And so, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. So the, the streets, streets, the streets, hopefully the streets are, are calling for it. And, I, and I've got messages from people uh, saying that, yo, when are you doing a show in mm. London? When are you doing a show in London? So, only thing right now, we're trying to no, find a my... venue, bro. Oh, yeah, seeing raw, yeah. Like I said, give me a shot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ho- hopefully, you won't be but late. Mike... Still, <laughs> you know, this isn't the way. This isn't the way to build relationship. Anyway, anyway, so thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. Honestly, it's been a blessing. It's been a, it's been it's been lovely just getting to know you. This is the first um... time I've spoken to um, Esso. Um, even though you know he he's been trying to he's been waiting for me to come yeah, bro. And that, but <laughs> this is the first time I've spoken. You're to Esso. some bars, bro. Um, honestly, it's been a blessing. Listen, I'm not trying to be funny. Please, please, do not get him started. Offline, offline, offline. Don't worry, don't worry, don't worry. I got you. But no, no, no. Um, honestly, it's been a blessing to have you. Um, we're thankful. Uh, and we and we pray that you know that the the album actually, as well as this track, is actually a blessing to the church. You know, and that people do um really grapple with some of the issues that are being tackled. And Lord willing, that it does result in good conversation as well as just edification across the board. So. Um, thank you so much for having well, well, well for, jo- for coming thanks, on Black Berea, yeah, to be honest. Um, I don't know why you're thanking us. You guys, you guys ever had guests? This is the first time um, ever. No, we've had, uh, oh, we've had oh, a few Big people. time. Big, big league. We've had oh, we had, we had, we oh, had yeah, your no, label, man. We, we had Shai. Okay, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he was also trying to get me on anyway. Oh, Let me not say too much. Let me not say too much. Make sure you get the album. The album comes out on Friday. Make sure you go grab that. Please, please. UK. Support, buy support, that, support. Buy, buy stream, and stream. Do all of that. I don't even mind if you just stream it. But stream it like a hundred thousand times. Uh, <laughs> that would be perfectly <laughs> fine. Oh, mad, 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 mad. But no, thank you very much. Um, but yeah, this is the Blackberry Podcast. I'm Richard. I'm Esso. I'm Top Air. Yo, cheers. Yeah, you didn't did like that. You didn't like that. Sign up. <laughs>